Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay crypto current. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Liquality, the browser extension crypto wallet with built in atomic swaps. You can explore Bitcoin, Ethereum, Rootstock, Near, and Polygon dApps and merchants today. Trusted by 11,000 plus and over 35 million in cross-chain atomic swaps, this is one of the fastest growing liquidity wallets. Liquality is multi-chain, non-custodian secure, and requires no registration. For more information, go to liquality.io. That's L-I-Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y.io. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have two very special guests working on an amazing project that you need to learn more about. They just raised some money from some really big names like Coinbase, and they are working on a project that we all can use. We have both the co-founders, Simon and Tessie, with Liquality. How are y'all doing today? Okay, thank you. Well, thank you both for joining. Um, before we dive in, want to learn, learn more about both of you. First, we're going to start with uh, Tessie. Can you give us some background on yourself? My name is Tessie Merain. I am the co-founder of Liquality, uh, which is a multi-asset crypto wallet, and we will be talking more about that soon. I, uh, Liquality was started in Consensus, and I had joined Consensus in 2016. Before that, I was at JP Morgan's Corporate and Investment Bank. Was there during the financial crisis, gave me some motivation because uh, after that, I was uh, thinking, okay, we have to find better financial solutions. I joined uh, Occupy's working group, the Alternative Banking Group. That's how I found my way into blockchain eventually. Uh, when I started in 2016 in Consensus, I also started at the same time Women in Blockchain. This was the first female-focused community there is. And then we together started uh, in 2018, Liquality. And um, I also have a background. Uh, I'm German, Iranian. And so that was also something that was very motivating to me. Um, knowing what political powers and, and hyperinflations and financial events can do. So that's my motivation. And yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for having us. So yeah, I'm Simon Lapsher. I'm the co-founder of Liquality. Originally, I'm from Venezuela. I was born and raised there uh, and then moved uh, over to, to the States. Uh, and so coming from, from Venezuela, that's, you know, that, that's my main uh, way of how I got into Bitcoin. In 2013, I was working in strategy and technology consulting and my friends from Venezuela were experiencing hyperinflation and it was the the situation there was getting really, really bad. And so they were asking me questions about, you know, how to store, store their wealth. And, and, and that's how I, through research that I came across Bitcoin. I went to the first Bitcoin conference in Miami in late 2013. That's where Vitalik first presented Ethereum. And I just fell down the rabbit hole since I haven't looked back. So I was working at Deloitte. I helped co-found uh, Deloitte's blockchain practice. I, I helped run it and grow it for the next two years. And then I moved over to Consensus uh, to help them uh, structure their consulting business. I had some fun projects there. And then that's where I met Tessie and we, we co-founded Liquality. So first of all, you both have very, very 
awesome backgrounds coming from the traditional finance world and coming into the world of crypto and also just with your unique backgrounds culturally as well, understanding the significance of what it means to have control of um, your financial opportunities that are there and then being able to help people who don't necessarily have the means to have that control from their local governments, what have you. And the other part of it too, is just even with the name liquidity, like one of the biggest things that comes up all the time is liquidity. So whether that's in the traditional world or whether that's in any type of investment, the importance of being able to get liquid is highly important. So I'm guessing there's a, a play on that as you got into the name. And, you know, I'm really just excited to learn more about, you know, liquidity. So tell me about it. You, like you said, you incubated back in consensus. And now here we are in 2021, five years, you've been able to go through a bull cycle, down through a bearish, back into a bull cycle. So much has happened kind of catch us up on, you know, from concept of, of when you started this to uh, where we are today. Yeah, I can, I can start with that. And um, yes, you caught that right. Um, liquidity is actually a combination of liquidity and equality. So those things are in our name and um, they are to stay. And it's, uh, it's great goals to have, big goals, lofty goals. You want to hear a little bit about the history of uh, liquidity and how it came about? We met in, in uh, consensus uh, on a different project and we started talking about, um, you know, what might be important for the world to have. Initially, we started as uh, on the premise of transacting being a human right. So uh, basically, the world needs global money and everybody should be able to take part in the digital economy. Initially, the research was uh, focused on global money and how people use it. And uh, we realized that there's a lot of friction, um, even in the regular transaction processes that we think are global today, they are actually not global. And that crypto could be a solution to that purely from a money perspective. Fast forward, um, we started zooming in on, on the trading aspect of that. Eventually then, um, I also understood that there shouldn't be, the user shouldn't have to know what type of blockchain something is on. And um, there are different types of uh, coins out there for different purposes. So it should all be very fluid and, and be transparent to the, to the user. Um, of course, the challenge you have there is that this is a very new technology. So we first literally had to build the technology, which uh, we did with building an abstraction layer. So anything that's being plugged into that layer becomes compatible to one another. So if you have uh, Bitcoin here and uh, Ethereum here, Ethereum-based tokens, they can start um, exchanging with one another. And with that, also, you, you can have access to applications that are built on the other chain. So these are decentralized applications. Our wallet, eventually we came up with the wallet. That was last year. So we had initially a, a just a trading interface. And then we said, okay, everything in the future will come out of a wallet. So let's just on that premise, uh, let's put everything into that type of an interface and make it really usable. Uh, and that's where we're at. And, and I'm sure someone can add to that. Yeah, uh, if, if I could add anything, it, it would be that, it, that it's, the, it's the natural progression. The reason why uh, today we are wallet first uh, as a multi-chain wallet was because we built that trading interface and it was incredibly hard to use, right? Uh, because it was basically doing cross-chain atomic swaps, uh, which are double-sided escrow transactions. Uh, and you needed multiple wallets, each on every different blockchain. Uh, and, and it was really hard to use. It required too many steps uh, and, and it required interfacing with wallets that made it really difficult 
to basically even, even reach the first layer, the first step of the transaction. And so we uh, basically, we already had, like Tessie mentioned, the chain abstraction layer, which is the, the, the foundation for how we build multi-chain applications. And we built this wallet really quickly, which ended up being, in our minds, is it today is the best usability for a multi-chain experience. Which is awesome. And everything that y'all are working on, the initial problems that you identified is one being interoperable, one going from one chain to another, having that be a seamless process. And everyone here who's been in the space for a while knows how hard that is, um, especially trying to go from, from one wallet to another. There's a lot of steps you have to take. And it sounds like y'all been able to consolidate, consolidate that into one, which I'm excited to learn more about because that's just going to make life a lot easier. And even the concept of like one of the challenges that I'm with right now is that I'll find these really cool projects like on like Matic or I'll find it on like Solana. And then it's like, okay, well, what happens if I want to get liquid? But so where do I even go to get off of one chain to another to get back into um, USDC or USDT or anything to then go back into whatever exchange I want to get back into my native dollar, which is USD. And to be able to do that at one place, that sounds incredible. So if that's what y'all are solving, please tell me more. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, that's exactly what we're solving for. So Liquality aims to be the, the single place you go to for any crypto activities. And, and as we, you know, as the crypto world eats up the traditional world, we expect that most, you know, applications will have a crypto component. And most applications will flow through a wallet interface, uh, because that's essentially going to be that's going to provide the most uh, the, the best user experience. It's going to be the most convenient. It's going to be the cheapest because it's going to be sourcing from many different places. And it's going to provide an automated cross-change experience. So if you're interacting, if you have your assets in one place and you want to interact with an application that's you know, on another blockchain, you as a user shouldn't really have to worry about it. It should be up to the wallet providers uh, and for to, to the infrastructure and the developers to give you as a user the best experience possible. And so that, that's where we're going. Today, what we have is a, a really simple way of going, of sw you know, swapping your assets from one place to another. We do that through a variety of ways. One is our, the most secure way is our, like I said, our cross-chain atomic swaps that we developed. And we also integrate other liquidity sources. So we're aggregating a, a multi-chain liquidity environment so that basically to you, you're just seeing, I have this and I want this on another chain. And it just happens, uh, you know, in the background uh, without too much hassle. And I think that as uh, you know, as we uh, move forward, we're you know exploring many different ways of improving that. We have a an auto transaction automation uh, capability that allows us to automate transactions across multiple different chains. So what that means is that you know you could start a transaction on Ethereum. Uh, to swap your assets to Solana and then deposit that uh, those assets into a into an application all within one click. So what we're really trying to do here is we're abstracting complexity from using crypto so that anyone in the world can benefit from all of the incredible things that are uh, being offered in this decentralized economy. So something I just want to add really quickly is this is spot on with hitting on a major need in the space right now. And it probably speaks to why I believe you started the year at like 3,000 weekly users to 14,000. So you're growing fast. You just raised $7 million from Coinbase and Galaxy Digital. A lot of exciting things going on. Just Tessie, real quick, I want you to speak to 
when you're building this for five years, right? A lot of people think that like all of this is supposed to just happen overnight, right? And these crypto, all these crypto enthusiasts who think like building something that has value like this and all this complexity, um, it, it takes time. But like once it comes to fruition, it is truly magical. Can you kind of just speak to that journey? Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today, and as always, stay Cryptocurrent. Yeah, and we haven't been building liquidity for five years. I've been in the space for a little longer than that, and we had a research project initially. So liquidity really only started in 2018. But yes, so talking about liquidity, liquidity, and equality, of course, uh, for me, it's never fast enough. I mean, initially started, you know, on this, this like uh, everybody has a right to transact mission, and we're still on that, but. Um, yes, we had to also realize that this is uh, this technology is in its infancy, right? So today, our our goal to create accessibility across the the globe for everyone, and basically the mission of financial inclusion um, is really focused on the usability and um, the concepts that we're dealing with, even in the crypto space, right? The, the fact that we have. Um, we're rolling out uh, multi-account, um, multi-chain interfaces. That is not there yet, right? So, so even from a somewhat expert user perspective, this is something to to learn. And as we maybe remember from the internet, initially things were like really complicated, and even you know everything said click here, click there. Eventually, that's all abstracted away. And so, our first abstraction, the the swap, um, and and also the the solution um, across different. Uh, aggregated um, other swap solutions um, is just one step. But this is like this um, industry is very much in its infancy still. So right now the usability that, that we saw for brings in a big part of the people here. But then, um, you know, when you build out the, the, the net uh, and, and the network and the network effects, uh, that will hopefully all um, compound and get much faster. Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, you, although you've been able to drop a lot of amazing things so far, I believe you have some pretty exciting announcements on the way. Um, do you mind sharing some of those with us? Sure. Yeah. So, so we're always looking for ways to bring in new communities. So the way that we, we think about this is that we are bridging not only the tokens themselves and providing a single wallet for everybody to use their crypto. We're, we're think, we, we think of this as bridging communities. So each of the, you know, in, in, in blockchain world, in crypto world, most of these L1s, of these layer one chains are usually pretty, uh, you know, tribal in nature. And so you have people that basically are you know, super fans of that particular layer one. And, and now you're starting to see that all of those lines are getting blurry as solutions like ours start coming up where really, you know, you as a user, of course, you have to understand <coughs> the trade-offs of using one versus the other. But at the same time, really, you're just, you know, essentially you want to use the different projects that exist on different chains. And so... Uh, to, with that in mind, you know, we're, we're, we are continually 
in integrating new chains and projects. And we're really excited that we're going to be integrating the Terra ecosystem into Liquality. Uh, we've been working with the Terra team for quite a while, for a few, for, for a few months. Uh, we, we love the community. It's amazing what they've been able to do uh, in, the, in the past year and couple of years and see the growth uh, that Terra has had, especially UST and all the surrounding applications. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll be launching uh, Terra functionality inside the Liquality wallet, which means that you can uh, hold all your Terra assets, you can send, receive, and most importantly, uh, you can swap uh, the assets. So we, we, we are building essentially a, uh, we're bridging uh, Terra into uh, all these different chains. So we already support Bitcoin, Ethereum, RSK, Binance Smart Chain, Near, Polygon, and Arbitrum. And, and what happens now is that because we're integrating Terra, now all the Terra community has access to all of these different chains. Uh, and so it provides you know, not only a layer of usability to the, to the Terra ecosystem, but also a layer of interoperability uh, with all the other chains. So we're super excited. We're also working. This is the first announcement uh, in the Terra ecosystem. We're preparing uh, a few more down the line of how we more deeply integrate Terra functionality into the, into the application. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That is extremely exciting. Just to reiterate how amazing that is. So because you're bringing in this ecosystem, now they have access to all these other cross-functionality chains. So now they immediately have exposure to the Ethereum, Bitcoin, uh, BSC, and all these other chains immediately. So the liquidity now that they have is so much greater because the biggest challenge with all these new ecosystems as they're coming out is because they don't play nicely necessarily with these other ecosystems is that they might not be as liquid as you would like them to be. So now they are, and that is incredible. So again, for everyone listening, this is huge news. I do have one quick follow-up question. So even with like, um, I believe they're like building games like NFTs and everything else, are they able to, using this wallet, be able to put their NFTs and have that be stored on this wallet as well? So the, the first iteration is going to be focused on assets uh, first. So, so the, the UST, Luna, and being able to use uh, the applications like Mirror and Anchor directly through the wallet uh, via the injection, so the pop-up mechanism. And then uh, one of the things that we'll be doing uh, as, as the second iteration will be uh, integrating NFTs. And after that, we'll be uh, integrating things like uh, Astroport, which is Terra's DEX, native DEX as it goes live, and being able to do uh, all of that functionality of you know, depositing in Anchor to get really high yield or e even you know, doing, doing NFT uh, swaps uh, directly within the wallet. Tessie, I think you wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to say something a little earlier, but great. As you can tell, by integrating all these different communities, these different chains, Liquality also builds an infrastructure where trust between people is replaced by protocols uh, of different decentralization, right? So if you look at the atomic swap, it's the most uh, decentralized, unintermediated solution. That is probably more the Bitcoin mindset. It's really using crypto as it was, in my mind, intended to. Trustless, permissionless, censorship resistant. Uh, you don't have to uh, give any data to, to use the application. So this is really like a solution for those type of people. And there's a whole range of other integrations that have a different uh, you know, level of decentralization. So that's super important to understand because not everything needs the same level of decentralization. And so we are like, as a technology, neutral to it, but we make sure that we offer this range, right? And, and user education is super important. 
A second point I want to make to that uh, before we get to time, and I don't get to make it, is that the, the foundation for this uh, next industrial revolution is being laid today. And it really takes everyone to join this because it's super important. The ground rules are put into code today. As I mentioned before, I started Women in Blockchain, and it's really um, diversity in blockchain is really about bringing all the different groups in, um, particularly once we move towards DAOs and, and everything is on code, entire companies are run on code. We have to make sure that we build everything um, from different perspectives and different experiences. So super important, everybody should join uh, with their domain knowledge and, and bring that to the table. You don't have to be a coder. You can have tons of other backgrounds and hackathons and, and things like that are great ways to start being a mentor, being, you know, a participant. Um, yeah. I agree. And actually, I want to spend just a little bit more time on that. Before I do, first of all, the quality, everyone listening, I don't know if y'all aren't excited about this, but I am. This sounds amazing. I personally am going to be checking this out ASAP because I have a ton of things that I've been trying to get liquid in. And so I'm um, excited to test this out. And for all of the new things coming out, especially like the Terra landscape and all of the amazing projects that are going to be within the pipeline. So thank you all for sharing that with our community. But Tess, I just want to go back real quick. DAOs, so decentralized autonomous organizations. Why is this the future? Why do you think more and more companies should be looking to go in this direction? It's a growth strategy, really. It's, it makes things, uh, it, it, it solves for problems that we have with, with regular uh, organizations right now, which is like usually it's a, a hierarch, hierarchy and eventually inefficiency, but also a lack of transparency. DAOs can be, and I mean, this is again, something very early uh, in its infancy, uh, it can be a solution to that. But in my mind, it has to be done with like, you know, uh, a lot of diversity and a lot of different opinions so people can actually make sure that we don't just build the same problems into an automated uh, function, right? So what can happen there is that you have the different disciplines, DAOs of DAOs, you know, different groups. Just to um, clarify what it even is, it's a decentralized autonomous organizations, meaning that there isn't any leader, but um, there, there are communities voting. So communities will own the projects and will vote on the projects. And even the investors today um, can, you know, like become par partners really, right? Everybody becomes a partner rather than, um, you know, like uh, somebody defining a, a direction. And so uh, what's um, important to know is that everybody can then take part. So wherever you are, um, if you are skilled, you can contribute and you can get rewarded from the community. So, so that's, it, it is a, it's a growth strategy because you don't just like build a company, but you build an ecosystem. Right. And I think the importance of ecosystems and transparency and diversity, just like you said, are all highly important and everyone having a true voice and being able to vocalize it and have autonomy with decisions that are being made helps truly drive a strong ecosystem and community forward. So I agree. Everyone who doesn't really know a lot about it, uh, Tess just gave a really good um, explanation, but definitely do some more research and find ways that you can be involved in some DAOs that are being created right now. But again, both of y'all have shared a lot of amazing information. As we kind of wrap up, always like to finish on two really fun questions. First being, with all the information you have right now, and I'll start with you, Simon, with all the information you have right now, if you can impart two to three pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first got started in this crypto space, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, that's a, good, that's a great question. Um, I think that the first one would be to get deep as fast as possible in terms of 
you know, understanding what, what really is going on at the technology level. It took me a few years to get there. The moment I started understanding how things worked under the hood is when I started getting more, more access to more opportunities, more, uh, you know, get, getting, getting more into the crypto community as well, not just looking at price. I think the more you understand the technology, the more you realize how impactful this is for the world as an evolution. That would be the first. Uh, and then the second is, you know, I, I used to worry about cycles a lot, like crypto cycles. And I think I've been through so many of them uh, at this point that I think about them as just, you know, things that, that pass. And the super high ups are equally as nerve wracking as the super low lows. You know, it's, it's a matter of being consistent and staying through and, and staying resilient. And that would be my two cents. You know, we have been working for a while together. So, I mean, <laughs> he, he, I really have to echo what he says. I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Never forget why you're there. Like, what's your driver? Always connect back to your heart and, and why you're there. Don't get distracted by money. Keep an eye on the problem you want to solve. Keep solving it, you know? So, so bring the people in, bring the beneficiaries and bring the groups in that you are interested in solving for and make sure they're part of your solution because they, they are the ones they know and they, they also keep you motivated. So it's kind of like this loop you're creating and it, it's great and it's, it's super important. It's not a luxury. It's now, it's a must. We have to be there and we have to build this and we have to make sure it's, it's good. Yeah, and, and it sounds like y'all are doing just that. I really like our team. And I think that one of the most important things is building with people that you care about uh, and that uh, are pushing you every day. Uh, and so we're, we're getting to that point in Liquality where, yeah, where we've brought in so many good people that you know, the ideas are flowing on their own and that's always amazing to see. Uh, and they're, you know, they're, they're people from very different backgrounds, like Desi's saying. I think we've done a, a really good job at, at bringing that together. And so, yeah, surround yourself with people. Agreed. Amazing thoughts. Everyone go back and re-listen to all of that and figure out how you can start incorporating that into whatever you're starting to build or whatever you're beginning to get into because they are all nuggets that can help drive you and get you there a lot faster. But as we wrap up here, Atessi, I'm going to pass you first. What is the final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? Join. Super important. Be there get involved, get excited. It's the future. You got to define it. Awesome. What about you, Simone? Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very similar thought is get hands on. Looking at coins and trading coins is cool, I guess. Uh, but the more important work is happening in the discords of the communities. It's happening in the DAOs, in the, converse, in the conversations. Yeah, it's step, step in. Don't be afraid. There's a space for everyone. Uh, everyone started at some level without any any knowledge, uh, and it's it's all about how curious you are. Come come into to our community Discord, say hi, and we'll welcome you with open arms. So two great takeaways: make sure you join, make sure you get active, and act. You find something that makes sense to you, go ahead and start making some movement on it. It's never too late. It's it's time to just get in. It's a great time to be in the crypto space, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunity out here. So. What are ways that if someone was listening to this and are super excited, like myself, and wants to learn more about this, how can they learn more about you and download this amazing wallet? 
Yeah, you can go to liquality.io to check out what we're all about. You can download the wallet from there. There's a, there's a direct link. Right now, it's a Chrome Store extension, so a Chrome extension to interact with applications. Soon, we will also be releasing a mobile application on Android and iOS. And the best way to, to join is, again, joining our Discord. That's where the conversation is happening. If you try out the wallet and you have any feedback, we have a feedback channel. If you have any ideas on how to make it better, you know, this is a project that we're all building together. So come on in and help us build and follow us on Twitter at Equality. Excellent. As we kind of wrap up here, I really appreciate both of you joining us. I feel like the backgrounds and the concepts of, of why Liquality makes a ton of sense is just going to resonate with a lot of people. I think what y'all are doing is really special. So again, thank y'all for spending some time with us. And of course, for everyone listening, stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. For today's review, we're highlighting two separate listeners. First up, we have Robbie RN, who said, great information and I'm already learning a lot. Second, we got Sakels, who said, this podcast honestly helped to make crypto so much easier. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.